You know, the class is designed by the Holy Spirit that that, uh, that he might, uh, you know, that each and every individual here, including myself, to a greater dimension, begin to be activated in the gifts of the Spirit. And we are, we're already seeing it manifesting in the congregation as a byproduct of us even talking about it. The Spirit associated with those giftings are already manifesting in the pews. And we are, people are actually seeing things that I'm not seeing and sharing what, what um, God is actually showing them, even at the Sunday services, which is exactly what this is about. Amen? And we, are, we really need to be like keen. Think about this. The nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit will choose an individual and manifest that gift that is supposed to bless someone else. Even oftentimes someone coming into the church a total stranger right and yes we might pre we might have someone um preach a message from the front here but what if the holy spirit is um wanting to like maybe heal or bless someone do a miracle to someone that is new here or someone who is a part of the church using somebody that is in the pews so this here is to gain an understanding so that when something you begin to see something or hear something or feel something that the Holy Spirit is actually communicating to you on Sunday morning while we are here you'll understand that that is a message from the Lord and it's you're getting it to bless someone it's it's very important that this even this congregation young congregation that we really tune in to this, that we might receive all that the Lord wants to communicate to us and then bless others in the congregation with it. Amen? So for that, we really have to be like keen. And think about a vision, for example. Many times you get a vision, it can be so quick. It's gone. And if you don't really, you know, reflect really quick and go, that was a vision I got. You know, you will even like disregard the thing. Like minimize it. And that was a communication from God. That could have been a blessing either to yourself or someone else. So we really want to understand that the impulses that the Spirit of God is actually giving us, sometimes they are very, very mild. But we, if we're paying attention, we'll receive them. This is it, you know, guys. We can be here on a Sunday. And God wants to bless. And everybody's thinking that, oh, maybe the person that delivers the message, that this is the person that, you know, I might come here and pray for someone. Okay? And if I, that might be the case. But the Holy Spirit manifests the gifts using whomever he chooses. And he used everybody that is willing and obedient, like the scripture says, right? So don't disregard yourself and say, this is for this person and that person. This here is for everyone in the body of Christ, all of us. 
and the manifestation of the Spirit is to profit those in the pews, those on the streets. We are the ones that make up Heaven's Lighthouse Ministries. And I know we have been hearing testimonies from churches and so forth, but it's going to be here. It's happening now. Amen? So yeah, at the end I'll get some of the folks to share some of the things that they've been seeing in the church or stuff that the Lord is actually showing them at home. And many times these gifts are already operational. You, you know, they're already operational in us before we started teaching on it. Like I was just asking um, Esther, which one of the gifts do you move in? And then she was saying, not, not really any. And then I begin to dig a little bit to find out that she's getting information from God in regards to the future. Oh, I always know things before it happens. See that? And then even the discerning of spirits. Just when we dug a little bit deeper, we found that out. So it's just a um, better level of understanding. So, yeah, we spoke about the three groups of um, the nine gifts are divided into uh, three different groups. And we spoke uh, about the revelatory gifts, which is the word of knowledge. Group number one, the revelationary gifts, the one that reveals something from us, to us, from God. The word of knowledge. And anyone want to take a quick jab at what the word of knowledge is? Anyone, uh, we did that with it last week, right? You want to go, Gene? Oh, I thought you put up your hand. It's, it's about? The, the, the word of knowledge? Yeah, a word that God gives you in, in that relates to either the past or the present or um, situation or in a person's life or just in general. And then the word of wisdom. Yeah. more. And the other one that we dealt with previous week to that was the gift of prophecy, right? And we said that one is a word given to edify, exhort, and comfort an individual. Today we're going to move on. The second um, set is the power gift, faith, miracles, and gifts, gifts of healing. But today we just want to focus really quick on the gift of faith and the gift of the gifts of healings. Plural. Start off with the, the gift of faith. Now, the scripture talk about saving faith right when we hear the message of jesus christ going to that cross and dying for our sins that there is a faith and god the bible said that god has given to every man a measure of faith so we're talking about that faith that god has given to man even though sometimes man don't trust in god with that faith that he has given we, we choose to trust in other things but when we talk about the gift of faith we're talking about a special gift of faith to believe god for something miraculous and the gifts they usually work like in combination right think about faith to believe for what for example you're you're believing god for healing right and sometimes the miraculous the gift of healing is associated with that faith so those are those are two gifts that are coming at the 
at the same time. I always spoke about even sometimes the word of knowledge. Even work with the gift of healing. God could reveal to you that someone is having pain in their body. And then now the gift of healing is what? We don't, we don't just get the information. We're getting the information from God because the Lord wants to heal that person. So if we just tell the person that they're feeling pain, I mean, that doesn't exactly solve the problem that they have. So that's where the gifts usually work in groups. So yeah, uh, Isaiah 1 verses 19, it says, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you are willing and obedient. So we're talking about two different things right here. And when we talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we can't forget about the fruits of the Holy Spirit, the character of the Holy Spirit. Or else we're going to be like, huh, healing people and slapping them right after you, you heal them. Right? A lot of flesh can be involved. So that's why we're always encouraging everyone to grow. Amen? Yeah, if we are willing, and then the will. Are we hungry? Are we desirous for these gifts of the Holy Spirit to flow through us? And sometimes we are only desirous for a season. Like Paul was telling Timothy to stir up the gift that is within him. That he received when the presbytery, when they laid hands on him. He's saying, stir up that gift. You have allowed that thing to die pretty much. And sometimes we do it for a period of time and then we go back. Think about evangelism, for example. Like, we do this like we, like we eat breakfast and lunch very often. We, we don't go, and I go outside, for example, and the Lord permit me to talk to 10, 15 people. And then I go, and I take a break for the next month. No. No contentment when it comes on to the lost. So we have to constantly evangelize. We are supposed to be walking in this dimension, ever increasing faith. As a matter of fact, we are going like this, up, 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 in faith, in consistency. There is no rest. There is no relaxation. Either you're home praying, huh, reading the word, Something is actually happening. Even when you're resting, the Spirit of God is ministering to you in that moment when you're resting. Something is actually coming because you have something to give. Talking about the gift of faith, a supernatural faith that comes from God to accomplish something. And let's go to uh, Matthew 14 and verses 15. And look at an example here. Guys, let's not read the scriptures. Let's think about the very same miracles manifesting in our lives to bless someone else or manifesting in our life to, to receive something from the Lord. Amen? When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a desert place, and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them to eat. Wow. 
Basically, he's saying there is a scenario, a situation that you are in, that on the earth, nothing can be done about it by man. But there is somebody that is there with spirit eyes, huh, that is actually seen in that moment now. There is somebody that is discerning huh, that the force of God is still in operation. And I can pull on that and cause a miracle to happen. Huh, and that's how we do it now in 2022. The Bible was not written huh, that we would come and sit in pews and listen like stories. Huh. So the minute that the word of God is preached, oh, is there a man or a woman that is like God, like Jesus, your Lord, in that moment? To believe huh, that God can do something now like he did through the Lord. And the people that will come in the pews will be dependent on us and those gifts. So the Lord was not exactly casual at this moment. He was not exactly cavalier at this moment. And he was not asking them any question either. Ha! Jesus said to them, They do not need to go away. You give them to eat. And they said to him, We have, we have here only five loaves and two fishes. Ha! He said, Bring them here to me. Then he commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass and he took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples and the disciples gave to the multitudes. So they ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Now those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. Hello. So when you have intimacy with the Spirit of God, intimacy with the Spirit of God, okay? When we have relationship with the Spirit of God, and God has produced a, a scenario where He wants to bring about a miracle, and the Spirit of God summons you in that environment and bring that situation where potentially someone else needs that miracle. And now, somehow, this is not by your will. I'm talking about somehow the Holy Spirit is going to communicate to someone in that environment maybe you or I or we feel that faith factor rise up in us to believe for a miracle for that person that is deaf ha! that is what the Lord did right here and these these giftings are for the body of Christ today. I know we have, you know, I, there were some guys on WDCX that I used to listen to. Ha! Every day, back and forth from work. But I never knew that they never believe in the Holy Spirit. Guys like John MacArthur and those guys. And those guys have written Bibles. I mean, many Bibles and books. Ha! But when I found out that that man don't believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, man, Huh, never again. He's done. I ain't listening to him no more. They claim that the gifts are for the past. And they sit in front of the congregation every day. And their language and their, their doctrine, absolutely excellent, just like the Pharisees. Yeah, 
and they will get, they, listen, if you bring them here, and they will, they will take the Bible and beat you over your head. Not physically, you know. Because they read it and they studied it so much. But the spirit element is not there. But yet still, our Lord was not big on that. If you don't believe me, by the words that I speak, then believe me, by the works that I do. We want people to come in this environment, this space here. And that's why we're even laying out the protocols that even if someone potentially makes an error, we have corrective things in place that we might not, you know, communicate the wrong thing to an individual and they go now and get themselves into trouble. So this is an environment where we are not going to beat you up if you say something that is a little bit off. So feel relaxed enough when the Lord is, when you feel like you're getting something from the Lord to share. And how about we are in an environment where we give each other grace that people might practice and learn. Those of us like myself that need, huh, I need the, the grace because I'm new to this also. Amen? That there is the gift of faith. You know, as we run through the next one in the next five minutes or so, and then we will pray. And maybe you already are moving in the gift of the Holy Spirit. And if, you're, if not, then your prayer would be, Lord, show me. Speak to me. Activate me that I might be a blessing also to someone. And the next one is, we want to talk about today really quick is the gifts. Gifts of healings, plural. That means when it comes down to the, the area of healing, there are so many different healing anointings. Typically, when, you're, when you have a healing anointing, it's, you know, it's kind of like a medical doctor. You have a doctor that is predominantly works on the heart, but he does he does know other thing, things about other areas of the body, but not, not as much as how well he knows the heart. And the guy who is a brain surgeon, that, that there is a specialty. And then as you go even through the body, there are so many different areas of the body that we have specialists for. And so it is when it comes down to the, the healing anointing, to the gift of, the gifts of healing. So God can give you a predominant, when I see healing ministers, they operate in a particular area like a specialist. And then at odd times, they will bring about a miracle in another area. But they are the anointing that they have, the healing anointing that they have, is very consistent in a particular area. Because that's kind of like the Bible says, gifts of healings. Amen? Not saying that the gift of healing is not the only way that you can get healed, right? You can stay at home and you can decree the word of God over your sickness. You can contend for your healing by releasing um, your faith and sometime over sometimes over time you're decreeing uh, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am made whole. 
And we know in particular, when it comes on to the, the Bible singled out that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. That extra beating that he took. You know, Paul talks about he was whipped like one less than uh, 40, 39 whips he got. And he said that if you get like huh, 40 whips back then, if the Romans gave you like 40 whips, you're like a dead man. So they would give you what? 39. And Paul talked about he got 39 whips twice. I think it's somewhere in the book of Corinthians. He's talking about um, imprisonments and all of those type of sufferings that he went through. And in, in Jesus' case, I believe also he was given huh, 39. That's why the Bible said in particular those were for the healing in our bodies. He paid that we would have healing in our bodies. And if you read in the book of Isaiah, it tells you. He paid also for other things there, for salvation. Talk about the blood of Jesus Christ. So when, we, when we're talking about the gifts of healing now, we want to have this revelation huh, that Jesus literally paid for healing to take place in our bodies. Yes, he is Lord. And you can have a sickness that the Lord will, he will designate a time frame when he will heal it, right? Or whether or not he will, he won't even heal like in Paul's situation. The Holy Spirit will reveal the metrics of that. But in a general sense, we know that the whips that Jesus Christ huh, took is that healing might take place in our bodies. And sometimes we don't have that understanding. We can, we can believe for salvation in a moment's time, right? But then we leave the other things on the table, like healing. And we see many people in the body of Christ, huh, they give up after a while. And they keep the infirmities in their bodies. Secondly, when the church environment is not open, that the Spirit of God might manifest through them. Because either we don't have revelation or we are fearful. We don't move in the gifts. We're not stirring up ourselves and desiring and really want to release on others. And therefore, there are people that are waiting and they have faith. But sometimes the Spirit of God is held back. And that environment over time becomes very dull, spiritually speaking. No excitement, no faith. And people just begin to think that this is the way it is. Let's just struggle through life. We're going to get to heaven. And they sing all of the nicer old songs in those churches. But we want to shake it up a little bit around here, right? Because people are coming. Huh! And they're suffering. And let me tell you something. If we have, if the devil, huh! if the devil has any, anything to give, which we know what he come to do, not but for to kill, steal, and destroy. If the devil has anything to give, huh! let me tell you, he gives it very often. He's is what his anointing he ain't holding it back he's looking for bodies to flow through and the people that are being used by the enemy outside huh, I mean they are committed they are committed they, they function in darkness confidently 
here we are in the body of Christ. And we're talking about the God. We're talking about God. I'm walking in the spirit. We got to get, we got to get to this realm. And we got to get comfortable in this realm. And we got to stay in this realm like the Lord did. And look how many miracles he pulled out of the Father. Oh, constantly. And he did not only, but his, his apostles. And even now today. We can get healing through sometime, you know, agreement with someone else against us to someone that we know that has faith. Don't, don't try this with somebody that don't have no faith. Huh? And say, let's agree where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am in the midst of them. Let's agree with me that God will do this miracle. I believe it's his will. It's lined up with the word of God. God can bring a blessing like that. The scripture talk about if you're sick, come to the church. I let the elders pray for you, anointing you with oil, oil, and the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Right? And if he has sinned, then God will forgive him and so forth. How many things we are actually leaving on the table? Oh, leaving on the table. People that we know that are not well. If we are really believing that God still heals would be going and laying hands oh! and praying for them to get to be healed amen we want this vibrancy to be in this church vibrancy it's it's like that's why uh, i mentioned this few weeks ago oh smith wigglesworth said, said that you know if the holy spirit doesn't move i move the holy spirit oh! which people might think no man can move the holy spirit i don't think he meant it in a arrogant way he just was talking about putting demand on God. Like Mary came to Jesus and said, Oh, in that when he was, uh, the wedding was at, where was it? In Galilee? And they ran out of wine. And she was demanding him to do something about the fact that the wine was done. And he said, don't you know, woman, that it's not yet my time? But... She told the servants, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And in obedience, they did it. And look at that. It's, it's kind of like we have influence with, with, with God. You can pray for someone, right? But then you can pray for someone with compassion. You see that? You pray me mechanically, and then you pray with compassion. Ha! And God regards the prayer of compassion. It's as if God has placed something inside of you that if you welcome and you, and you cultivate it, he responds to that thing. And you think it's you who did the prayer, but it was actually him praying it through you. That compassion was the compassion of God. That's why we talk so much about the fruit. Fruits of the Holy Spirit. But we have to be so thirsty and hungry because I've been in congregations before. Oh, and that's not to say that they were always dry. It seems like they never desired enough. They weren't consistent enough. Some component was missing. And we, didn't, and we see people suffer. Amen? So as we come in this environment, as we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh, did I not confess you, O oh Lord? Did I, not did I not confess you as my Lord and my Master? And did you not promise? Oh, and did I not receive? Of your Holy Spirit. Where is the anointing? 
Where is the manifestations of the Spirit through my life? That souls might be saved. That people might be healed. Come, let us reason together, said the Lord. See? Come, let us. It's not, you know, it's not like, oh, pushing God. No. He has already given us an invitation into this. It's his desire that we flow spiritually. So when you're being bold and demanding huh, and hungry, it's not irreverence. Some people think it is. It's not irreverence. No. Because Jesus, if we, if Jesus went into that temple and took a whip, oh God Almighty, I never hit anybody in church. Up till now, praise God. Huh! I never hit nobody. Man, they would have hit me out and look how small I am anyway. I can't take a hit, right? That's what everybody say you now. He got a big mouth, but he has no muscles. And they're right. I'm just trying to get people fired up and excited that we might reach the lost. That's the only thing. Huh! I have no pride. But Jesus did that. And whip them out. Ha! The zeal of my father has eaten me up. It's that type of prayer, guys. It's that type of hunger. Ha! That's why I, I, I don't have all of what I want. No. Mm -mm. I'm not at the top of Mount, Mount Horebas yet. Ha! Guys, I'm still way down at the 5-10%. If so much. I'm still sometimes. Ha! No, my prayer is like to the Lord. It's like. You know, I hear people say, pray and contend for the anointing. And I'm telling God, I don't even have the strength to, con to, to pray for the anointing anymore. Just give it to me, please. I can't pray like I did when I was in that two and a half year in my closet anymore. I don't have the time. Too many other things I have to tend to. So I come down here and I say, Lord, you know, I don't have the time. I spent all of my time yesterday and playing, praying for Tom, Dick, and Harry. And I say, please, help out your servant. Amen?